What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, and here at Surfing the Stream, every week we review at least two movies. Normally, we kind of stick to like different series slash franchises, and then you know, occasionally when there's a new release, we review those new releases, like Godzilla vs. Kong or Monster Hunter, you know, etc. But over here in the next couple weeks, we're going to be reviewing uh, some different movies, just like some one-hitter one movies. Like, uh, this week we're doing Cabin in the Woods, we're doing Max Payne, and the next week, I'm not entirely sure, but we're doing all those, uh, we're doing some, I guess, short series, some one-offs, as you, as you can call it, until we start our next two big series. Well, I say two, but Lord of the Rings Extended Edition, we're going to review all those movies, and then we're going to be reviewing... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, so we're doing some one-offs until I can get some guests for scheduling conflicts, uh, get them in line, and so that's why we're doing a little bit of a, some one-off movies here and there. But today, we're doing The Cabin in the Woods. I'm going to try to keep it as spoiler-free as possible, so if you haven't seen it, you'll still be able to go see it. Uh, if not, if you're worried about potential spoilers, uh, just pause it. Go watch Cabin in the Woods. I think it's on Amazon Prime. That's where I watched it. Uh, I think you have until the end of April to watch that. So go check it out and then come back to this review uh, if you so desire. But if you uh, like what we're doing here at Surfing the Stream or the Two Game Podcast, which is our other podcast that we do, go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. We have a $5, $10, and a $20 tier. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, and Sharon Petrie. We appreciate y'all supporting us each and every month. Thank you so much. We would not be able to do this without you. But let's get into The Cabin in the Woods. This is a movie that I saw when it came out. I went and saw it with my wife. Let's see, this came out in 2012, so I wasn't married just yet. I got married later that year. And I also saw it with... uh, a friend of mine that I, or a partner I was working with on the ambulance at the time, uh, Lucas Farmer, was working with him, and we all went and saw the movie, and I remember watching the movie, and I don't, I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention, I don't know if, like, what the hell was going on, but I remember coming out of that movie and being like, what the hell did I just watch? Like, that was dumb. Like, I, I, I did not like it. I really didn't care for it, and then over the last several years, a lot of people have been saying, oh, no, dude, it's like one of the best horror movies of all time. I'm like, is it, though? Is it? So I put a poll through our Patreon, and I was like, hey, out of these four or five movies, which do y'all want me to review? It was uh, The Cabin in the Woods, The Ring, uh, and I forget the other handful but everybody was like, the cabin in the woods is what they wanted. Everybody. So we're doing cabin in the woods. And I rewatched it, and I definitely have some thoughts on it. My opinion is definitely better than what it was when I first watched it. So we're going to start off with the plot. We're going to jump into the fun facts. And then I'll give you my general impressions of the movie. So the cabin in the woods. It's about five friends who go for a break at a remote cabin where they get more than they bargained for, discovering the truth behind the cabin in the woods. 
It was directed by Drew Goddard. He, this was his first directed film. When I was looking through his like history of directed films, it was nothing that I've ever heard of. He's actually been a like a producer slash director on some of the Daredevil episodes, if I'm not mistaken. And that's a really good show, by the way. But he produced some of those episodes. He was also a writer on a bunch of those episodes. So he's he's done a lot of writing and some some pretty good movies. This had a budget of thirty million dollars and it grossed worldwide seventy million dollars. It stars Kristen Connolly, Chris Hemsworth. Anna Hutchinson, and Fran Kranz. It has a runtime of one hour and 35 minutes. It was released on April 13th, 2012. Fun fact time. The thermal coffee mug slash bong was actually a fully functional mug and bong as portrayed in the film, the prototype of which cost $5,000 to make. Lord of mercy. I wish I could just spend, you know, $5,000 on a bong. Wish I had that kind of money. When Jules kisses the wolf head, the wolf's tongue is actually covered in powdered sugar to give it a dusty look and to make the scene more tolerable for Anna Hutchinson. Joss Whedon and Drew Goddard wrote, this, wrote the entire script in three days. And I, I feel like at some points during the movie, you can pretty much see where they just sped through it because some of the writing is is pretty bad but at the same time this movie is making fun and you know it's it's making fun of the cliche horror tropes that happen in all the horror movies so is it bad writing or is that just making it fun of all the other movies i don't know uh, Chris Hemsworth actually filmed this before Red Dawn and Thor, but Thor was released before, and Red Dawn came out later that year. Uh, actually, this was the same year that the Avengers came out, so Chris Hemsworth had a huge year that year. Over 60 different types of monsters were created for this film, and none of the scenes with Jules and Kurt in the woods were shot outdoors. So let's jump into my general impressions of this movie. And like I said, I feel better about this movie now than I did at the time that I watched it. In fact, when I watched it in theaters the first time, it was pretty much to the point where if I never saw the movie again, I would be happy. Because I thought it was dumb. I guess I just didn't understand what they were going for. But I absolutely get get it now. Like I understand what they were trying to do during this movie I understand what they were going for. So the movie is definitely better this time around than when I saw it the first time. And like I had mentioned about the script and the dialogue and the writing, sometimes it feels like it was it was written in three days. But again, a lot of it is supposed to be making fun of horror movies, supposed to be making fun of those horror tropes, those classic things, that cliches that happen in every single horror movie. So yeah, some of it is warranted, but... I feel like a lot of it was just was just rushed. And you can kind of tell because, hey, it was wrote, written in three days. As far as character development, the athlete uh, Holden, or whatever his name was, like, he didn't do anything for probably the first hour of that movie. Like, I don't know if he even said anything for the first hour. They He may have said, I think the first time he said anything was at the, 
the little gas station, the abandoned gas station. Uh, but other than that, they didn't really do anything with him for the first hour. So it was kind of like, why is he even in this movie? Like, I, I, just, I don't understand it. And then you can tell they were banking on Chris Hemsworth in this movie, which is kind of weird now, now knowing that he filmed this before all the other movies because this came after Thor and it came after... It came out in the same year as The Avengers. So it's a little weird, but they did give a lot of screen time to Chris Hemsworth. And, I mean, granted, that's not a bad thing because Chris Hemsworth is very enjoyable to watch on screen. I mean, dude's sexy. Let's just be honest with you. And you can definitely tell he had a little bit of his accent mixed in there because he was trying to go for a little bit of his American accent, but his normal accent was, like, plain as day. Like, it was seeping through the cracks uh, whenever he would speak a line. Uh, as far as the score and all that, it's I didn't have a problem with it. I don't. I honestly don't even remember it. Uh, so it's not really terrible. It's not really good either. It. I guess it just flows in with the story. Nothing that is going to. Nothing that's going to be like, oh, that was the most amazing score ever. It's not. As far as what happened in the movie, I I do enjoy the aspect that they are making fun of all these classic tropes, you know, uh, like the virgin at the end always lives, the jock slash the girl that always gets nude ends up dying. It's, I mean, that's classic tropes. And then they kind of flip that on its head to where it's almost like a game. Now, granted, they're not doing it like a game. They're doing it to, like, uh, you know, sacrifice for these ancient ones that live under the facility. But, so that that's very interesting in my mind. And that's what keeps me going in that movie. And the fact that they just keep throwing this stuff at them and then they're making bets on the side to see what they do. It's very interesting and it's comical. I wouldn't say I laughed a bunch in this movie. I feel like this is supposed to be a comedy. But at the same time, I just I, I wasn't laughing a whole bunch. I laughed a couple of times. N- nothing that would nothing that would make me say, "Oh, this is a funny movie or a comedy." I just think it makes fun of. It's a it's a serious version of a comedy. If that makes any sense, it's making fun of those movies, but it's not really comical. If that makes any sense. Uh, but overall, I did enjoy the movie, and I I it's. Is it something that I'm going to go back and watch again? Absolutely. Uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd. I am Primate X. You can go on there and look at all the movies that I've been uh, that I've been watching. I also have a bunch of lists, ranked lists, and that's on my horror list. But anyways, back to our review. So you're probably sitting here and thinking, hey, you're not really telling me why you really like this movie. I mean, you've given me a couple of things. It's not comedic. The score is eh, and yeah, I mean, what what about this movie is good? Why should you watch it? So here's why you should watch it. If you're looking for a movie that goes against, not goes against, but just makes fun of the classic tropes and cliches and horror movies, if you're a huge horror movie buff and you're like, well, this is so cliche, then you need to watch this movie because it just puts that all into one big smorgasbord and throws it into one big movie. I mean, they have, like I said, 60 
different monsters in this movie. They have every cliche known to man in this movie. So for that alone, for the the concept of the movie where they're in a cabin and there's this like underground facility where they are manipulating the horror movie, as they say, air quotes, I think that alone is enough to give this movie a shot. Just watch it and see if you like it. Just based off the premise of the movie. Uh, as far as the other, is it is it scary? I mean, that's, that's the biggest question you ask with any kind of horror movie. Look, this has horror vibes, but it's not scary. I never once had a jump scare, and they don't try to frighten you with it. They go into this movie saying, hey, we are going to make a movie that puts a little twist on the horror genre. We're going to make fun of, the, like they said, cliches. I've said it about 100 times in this episode already. You're probably already thinking that. And, yeah, we're just going to go with that and just make a like a like just a cool movie. And that's what it is. It's It's cool. It, is it great? Is it amazing? No. I give it three and a half stars. I think it's pretty good. I, I really do. I think overall, just everything meshed together just works very well with me. And the concept is really where this movie shines. Now, the next question is, do I buy this? Do I rent it? Should I skip it? What What should I do? So the movie is on Amazon Prime until the end of the month. It may be on Hulu. It was on Hulu for the longest time, if I'm not mistaken. This movie, to me, and if you've been following along with the channel up to this point, you know that I don't like overpaying for movies. I like to get them as cheap as possible. And I, this movie has been out since 2012. So almost 10 years, nine years. I don't think a movie like this should be more than 10 bucks. I'm thinking five to seven bucks for this movie. Me personally, if it's more than seven bucks, I'm going to skip it and not buy it. But I would just I would just watch it on Amazon Prime or Hulu. I'm not 100% sure if it's on Hulu or not. But if you have either of those streaming services, go check this out. I definitely think it's it's worth watching, and especially if you like horror movies. But don't go into expecting the next scariest movie or the next biggest thing in horror movies it's just it's a nice little twist on the horror genre and it's something different for for you to check out you know it's not your friday the 13th uh part 20 it's not halloween part 15 or whatever it's it's this new own thing and that's cabin in the woods so i say go check it out uh let me know if you like it if you don't like it and I think that's going to conclude my review for uh, Cabin in the Woods. Honestly, uh, the last couple of episodes, I've been, I want to say, I've, I've been struggling to get these longer than 20 minutes. And mainly because they just don't, these last few movies that I've been reviewing, they just don't have anything worth saying amazing things about. Yeah, Cabin in the Woods is good, and I'd recommend going to see it. But there's nothing in this movie that says... Oh, this is this is freaking amazing, you know. Like Godzilla vs. Kong, when we reviewed that a few weeks ago, there's a non-spoiler and a spoiler review. You can go check that out. It's already uploaded. That movie had so many layers to it. It had so much hype behind it that I could talk about that movie for 30, 45 minutes. Like, it's so bad, it's good. And I can give you the reasons why it's 
like why it's so bad and why that makes it so good. Cabin in Woods is just it's 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 a fine movie. That's all it is. It's a fine movie. There's nothing bad about it. There's nothing really amazing about it. It's just it's an enjoyable, entertaining movie to waste an hour and a half on. And that's really all it is. Uh, it's nothing more than that. So, yeah. Let me know if you like it. Uh, let me know if you find it and you've watched it. Drop a comment on our Facebook or send me a text. Email me, twogamepodcast.gmail.com. Uh, excuse me. Twogamepodcast at gmail.com. Can't even talk tonight. But I think that's going to conclude my review for Cabin in the Woods, and I'll catch y'all next time on another episode.